Hello, welcome to the podcast that never was. I'm part of your host, Chris. And I'm Paige. You are the yin to my Sid. <laughs> so we're the same person? Yeah. Okay. How are you doing today? I'm much better than I have been. Thank you for asking. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I had two apples today and Chinese food. As well as two glasses of watermelon juice, so I'm doing pretty good. That sounds like you're living your best life. I'm trying to. I got my first Fortnite win over the weekend, so I can't complain too much. That sounds pretty epic. Yeah, it was. uh, I just hid in a bush and then shot the guy at the end. That's all I did. I mean, a win is a win is a win, so. That's right. No one can take that from you. So if by the off chance that. The person I defeated at the end, and it sounded like the victory that you just lost to. So it sounded familiar. It was I. Or, oh, I almost gave my gamer tag. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> <coughs> anyway, um, so I think there's really not much news. There's we got a we technically got a new trailer, which I will not share my opinion on because uh, in an attempt to stay positive, I just don't have anything to say, and. If you want to share your thoughts on that, that's fine. And then the other thing is the reveal of a new statue, new figure, I mean. Yeah, so we had the the Mickey celebration trailer, which was just that. And then the um, Bring Arts Kyrie figure, which I'm super stoked for the Kyrie figure. Um, the price point hasn't been released yet, and it's just a prototype. But if she's going to be anything like the Riku Bring Arts figure, then... Oh, I cannot wait. This is the prototype. It looks pretty cool. I know. I'm so excited. And I have the Aqua. Um, the Aqua is the figure arts, though. Aqua was the $130 one. So uh, Bring Arts are the about the $60 one. So I mean, obviously I paid for Aqua. So I'm going to pay for Kyrie. So in other words, you're definitely getting Kyrie. I'm definitely getting Kyrie. Um, I already have Riku pre-ordered, so <laughs> Riku's been pre-ordered for about six months now. Wow! Since he was since he was announced, he's been pre-ordered. Wow! Yeah. I'm not crazy into collectibles. Um, with that said, but like like something that's easy for me that's collectibles, and I always think they're cool. But something that's easy for me is like the pops. So I really appreciate them because they're they're very quick and easy and cheap. But the Kyrie only being sixty dollars, it might be one that I that I invest in. It looks pretty awesome. Well, the Riku is also sixty dollars. He's up for pre order as well. Oh, would you just look at that? Mhm. Is the Kingdom Hearts three one as well? So the best Riku attire, controversial mm-hmm. opinion. It's with his new Keyblade as well. Whoa! Not the best Riku Keyblade, but close enough. <laughs> Yep. Um, but they announced uh, new Kingdom Hearts 3 pops as well. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Which ones? Um, I know they announced a Sora Kingdom Hearts 3. And then they announced something else, but I don't remember. I think it was a Heartless, but let me check. Um, was it the Soldier Heartless? I feel like I saw that. I think so. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 pops. I have it here. 
Do you need to get that? No, that's just my office phone. I can't I can't make it go oh. away either, sorry. Oh, here it is. Mickey, Riku, Soldier, Heartless, and Vanitas. Whoa, Vanitas. I know. I'm gonna be getting that one. And then also uh Monster Sora, uh Goofy and Donald as well. Oh, I don't care about Monster Sora. Yeah. But Vanitas is it Vanitas in his outfit or Vanitas cloaked? It just says Vanitas. Ah. Uh. So there's no details on that yet. Nice. Man, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, any other news? That's it. Swag, swag. And the source for the rumor is Kingdom Hearts Insider. Um, and then there's uh the pictures that were released during Comic Con of Sora, the Kingdom Hearts three Sora Pop. That was the only one that had the picture release. Gotcha. Yeah, it was the Sora Pop one. Mm. Well, I'll be grabbing that Vanitas faux show. I know, right? I'm pretty stoked about it. So, that's pretty dope. Um, that's the only news that I've heard. The one that was most exciting to me was, of course, the Kyrie figure. But oh, without the, a doubt. The, the big figures are the ones that uh, you know I collect the most of. True, true. So, naturally, that would be the one that's most exciting to me. Um, we were actually talking, because I was uh, back home over the weekend for uh, less than 24 hours. And uh, we were like, you know, if Nomura released an Organization 13, like full $130 price point figures, we would both be like grabbing them. Yeah, I mean, I would be frustrated that I would have to pay that much, but I would certainly buy them. I mean, if I'm yeah. being honest. Even if it was Lexius, we were like, yeah, we'd, we'd go for it. Yep. Yep. Start with the least popular members, so Lexius and then everybody else. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I guess the only other housekeeping is, I'm sure you guys noticed, we officially have theme music now. Makes, um, makes us a little more official. We actually got the approval last week, but it was... We got the approval during the podcast last week, so we didn't get the chance to actually play it. Yeah. Um, the theme music is, as you guys noticed, um, the organization theme music this week, but it is the cover by Project Destati. You can check them out on YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, Spotify. Um, Facebook, everywhere, actually. Um, I'll link them when I post them, when I post the episodes everywhere. And we have such a catalog to choose from. I doubt we'll stick with this every week, but it was a good starter. Yeah, and uh, again, you know, they, they did the covers. They're super talented, so definitely check them out. That's also their Darkness album that was recently released. Yeah, yeah. And then the other piece of housekeeping, do you want to tell them about our other big news regarding our podcast? That we recently hit uh, 100 listens. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yeah, so um, what's really cool about that is that we honestly never thought we'd make it this far, which sounds really, uh, I guess, lame, but we honestly just thought we would just be talking to each other for most of the time. Um, but it's really cool to know that you guys are definitely listening, and it just means a lot to us. So. Thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. 
Yeah, we just figured that this would be something we did for a long time, just for just for the sake of us. And I think I remember us having a conversation when we first started, and I was like, one of the things that I appreciate the most, even about smaller podcasts, is when they ha- when they host podcast episodes, but they still talk to each other like you're listening, so you feel like you're part of it. And I think that's something we've done a pretty good job of, not to like toot our own horn, but just to kind of be casual. And I hope that that's reflected towards you guys as well, where it's like, oh, I feel like I'm just talking to two of my friends about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, definitely. Want to feel super cash and not overly, overly productive, I guess. But even with uh, the new edition of a theme song, I don't want it to feel too much like a, a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. I but, 100% agree. Uh, again, thanks so much, guys. It really does mean a lot. It like really gets us pumped. Um, I haven't, I he, like when Chris was like, I guess how many listens we have. Like you know, I was like, you know, I don't really look at the stats or anything, but it honestly gives us a reason to look at the stats now to check in on you guys. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, do you want to? Talk about our topic, because we're continuing last week's theme. We are, and I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, I know you did. Yeah, I wouldn't shut up about it. I was so excited about it. <laughs> um, so we're continuing off of what we were doing last week, which was um, how we would write the series, which I guess you guys really liked. Sorry, it's say? biggest hit other than E3. Yeah, so awesome. I really happy that you guys like it um but it's we're continuing we're going in chronological order um so not in release order but chronological so next is sans, sans two days. bbs we're we're not doing birth by sleep as of now yeah um we discussed that last episode yeah. you know there's not a lot that we would change for birth by sleep maybe just a few things but a lot of that we can allude to in um the writing that we do going forward yeah so, we're going with days next. So, 358 over two days. Um, I'm really excited for this one. I had a lot of fun writing it. Um, I took a different approach to it. And I set up a lot for a chain of memories. And <laughs> That's what I, I did, too. Oh my god, that's so cool. I, foresh- I, I was going to jokingly say that there's two things I wanted to rename this game. One is the joking one is Kingdom Hearts foreshadow like hell. Um, and then and then the next one is I think I would actually rename it like Kingdom Hearts Consequences or something like that. Because it's, it's just such a game of you have these finite amount of time you can write within, but it's somehow it's so much fun. I didn't know this one would be so much fun. Yeah, I just I think what's so fun about it is it's it's like our favorite group of characters. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And you can just pretty much just do whatever. And even though I actually did not write a single entry with my favorite character, um, which I guess looking back is kind of shocking, but... Um, I think we're getting into spoiler territory for your story. Yeah, we're getting into spoiler territory, but I didn't do that. So disregarding that point... Um, I still had lots of fun. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Do you want to go first or me? Um, the way I did mine is I I did it in the form of diary entries. Okay. And I only did thirty. Um, because I I actually had math behind it when I first started writing, and I don't remember the reasoning behind the math, so. I would. I was gonna explain the reasoning of why I only did thirty entries, but it, I divided three fifty-eight over like into how many entries I should put into certain days. Okay. So, so that's why there's only thirty. Which leads us to our question: Do you want to go first or second? Um, I guess I'll go first because I feel like mine would. Be shorter because it's only 30 entries. Okay, you got but it. at the same time, 30 feels like a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll be interested to see, because I definitely didn't do every single day, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't either. Yeah, uh, that'd be a lot. As much as much fun as I would have had, that would have been a lot. Let me, see, let me go back into my uh, calculator, because my calculator keeps a history. Wow, some people are fancy. No, it's not. Three five eight. Let me see. Three five eight. Three five eight. What was last week? I don't know. The something in July. Did I not like save it? Who knows? Who knows? No, I don't think I did. No, I didn't. That sucks. That's a pretty big oof. Oh well. Oof. <laughs> The, uh, the Roblox oof. Yeah, that reference whenever my head is on an app? No, Roblox is a computer game. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't and play those. I don't either. It's a meme, though. It's a sound. It's just from the game. It's just oof. I do enjoy yeah. the, the, the sound, though. So now I'm glad that I know the origins of it. Yeah, that's just where it's from. I've never played the game or anything. I just know where it's from. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, this is how I would have wrote uh, days. Um, and this sort of... And fun fact, this actually is not referenced how I would have wrote one. One is not referenced here. But one will be referenced in, like, two and everything. Um, anyways, hope you enjoy. Woo so, I'll just take it one day at a time because I've got, you know, 30 entries. Do it. Or I'll take one, one entry at a time, not one day at a time because there's 358. Um, I did keep the same number of days, though. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Well, I cheated a little bit, so go ahead. What, you didn't keep 358 days? Oh, I did. Okay. But I cheated. I'm interested to see how you cheated. So go ahead. Okay, so uh, I started with day one. So day one, the first entry is uh, Vexens. I didn't name them. I just put Vexen. Uh, His entry is, I have been given the opportunity to once again prove my superior intelligence by creating a replica born of the Keyblades Chosen. If I introduce introduce this quote-unquote child next week, for now, I will continue to perfect this shell. I'm working with the memory witch to keep this shell from collapsing. I have been calling it Xion for now. 
Some have said they can see a female in it, yet I just see a hollow puppet. Perhaps over time I too will see what Zemnis and the others see. For now, I must continue pressing forward and continue with my experiment. Up from there is day three, uh, which is Zemnis's. His entry is, we introduced Roxas only a few days ago, and he has yet to come into his own. It may take some time, but I expect he will develop well for our benefit. With Roxas, there is no need for another Keyblade in the ranks. I have advised Vexen to give Shion the capabilities of the budding Chosen One as she is molded after him, but to keep that between us. Should this become public knowledge, it could create a frenzy of sorts. The Keyblade is a special weapon, and we do not want division amongst our ranks. You must first see how Roxas comes to terms with his specialities before introducing another player into the fold. I then skip to day 14, which is Roxas's first entry. Roxas says, I've been in the organization for two weeks, but it's only been a week since I can remember anything. Zemnis gave me this journal. He said I should write in it every night. He said he and his friends did this, or maybe they still do. I don't think anyone here does this, though. They don't seem like it. I've been training with Vexen and his friend Shion, though maybe she's not his friend. She uses a weapon similar to mine. Vexen said she needs to see someone who is of similar skill as her to pick up good learning habits. I guess that means I'm doing okay. Tomorrow, I think I'm training with them again. She hasn't said anything. She stays close to Vexen. He seems okay, I guess. <laughs> throw that shade at Vexen. <laughs> you gotta throw that shade early. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. Uh, from there, I skip to day 20. Zigbar's first entry. He says, Roxy has been helping Shion out quite a bit. If it weren't for him, I don't think Vexen would know how to treat Shion, uh, teach Shion how to use the Keyblade. But looks like his replica project is coming along nicely. I just wonder what in the world Zemnis is planning with Vexen. Huh. Maybe I should talk to good old Zexy and find out. I don't like that he's keeping secrets from us. Uh, the next one is also day 20. It is Vexen's next entry. Vexen says, Zemnis agrees that Castle Oblivion must be investigated. Zexian has told me some of the reason, and Zaldan assures me there is ample reason to trust Zemnis for wanting to send us there. Yet no command has been given. If all goes according to plan, we will take Shion to Castle Oblivion and open the castle for research. He promised I may use any findings for science, I find it difficult to trust him, yet I trust Zaldin completely. Zexian always followed that man blindly. I loathe to think of where it will further lead him. That that report of Vexen is so it's pretty haunting. <laughs> oh yeah? Because it's Vexen blindly putting his trust alongside Zexian into Zaldin. <laughs> well. Poor Vexen. Poor Vexen. So sad. Next is Axel's. Uh, this is day 23. This is Axel's first report. Axel says, I've been working with Roxas lately. He seems like a good kid. I don't know if he has what it takes to be in the organization, though. He's soft, a little too nice. He's almost like... No, I mean, he looks like that kid, but I think that's just it. Anyway... Sykes has been planning to send me to CO along with the others. 
who have no need to be there. He's spouting off things that don't make any sense. He says Zimnus wants us killed. I mean, sure, Zimnus did this to us, but he says he wants to get Kingdom Hearts for us. Do I believe it? I don't know. But if Zaldan and the others are in on this, well, I don't think they're fools. Isa, what are you thinking? Uh, day 25, Roxas. Axel left for Castle Oblivion with Zexian, Vexen, Lexius, Marluxia, Larxene, and Fion. I'm working with Demix right now. It's not the same without Axel. I hope he comes back soon. In the meanwhile, I'll keep looking for the winter stick. Day 31, Syax. Vexen reported back from Castle Oblivion with Shion. Axel, you idiot. You let a loose end slip. Vexen reported back to Zimnus and told him everything. If I end up scarred like Zigbar because of you, not to, not to mention that you aren't here, you just had to skip out on me. I was supposed to be your partner. We were supposed to take down Zimnus for what he did to us. I can't do this alone, Lee. Did I just hear that Vexen survived Castle Oblivion? Yes! What? <laughs> Whoa, Vexen just became relevant as hell. I, oh. Whoa. <laughs> so, this is still day 31, uh, Vexen's entry. Death traitor, he murdered Zexion. Zimnus and Zaldan are furious, and rightfully so. Axel must be turned into a dusk. No, he must be executed on the spot. I learned so much from my time in Castle Oblivion, but the most important thing I learned was who the real enemies are. Axel, you have no idea the gra gravity of the situation. Your plight with Zemnis is meaningless in the grand scheme of things. If only you could understand how insignificant your, uh, your plan truly is. Yes. If only Zexion and I had gotten to you sooner. No. Perhaps Marluxia tried that topside and it was too late. Shion, my puppet, you opened so many doors while there. Yet, like Axel, we only scratched the surface. I think Vexen's about to become the serious protagonist. I'm here, <laughs> and I think I'm here for it. <laughs> so, when playing this game, um, I wanted you to play the days as the person who wrote the entry. Um, but of course, you know, I only wrote certain entries. Right. So you'll play as, you know, more characters. Yeah. But like, you know, you focus on that person who wrote the entry yeah. that day. So these are just like key entries. So you'll be playing as Vexen a lot. Yes. <laughs> so uh, If Vexen so dies in this game, I'll be I'll be pretty shook. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> So this is also day 31, so this is the third day 31 entry. Uh, this is Roxas. Uh, Axel finally returned, but a lot of others were exterminated. I couldn't bring myself to write during those days. If Axel was gone, I don't think I could find words. Vexen and Shion came back, too. Vexen and Zimnus talk a lot more now. Shion talks, too, but not to me. She talks to Zaldrin and Vexen. Axel gets really quieter on Syax. I don't know what to make of everything. I'll try to do. I'll try and do some investigating. So then I skip to day forty-two. Uh, this is Zaldin's entry. Zemnus's meetings with us grow shorter, and his absences grow more frequent. I can only imagine Castle Oblivion having an effect on this. He and Vexen have concocted a plan to return Shion to that castle once again. I find it extremely risque. 
but it is better than an attempt to pull his friend from the darkness. As for Syax, I have been tasked with keeping him distracted by frequently making myself a nuisance to him and disobeying his commands. This seems to be working. Axel is a smart boy. If he knows what's best, he will convince Syax to stop this silly revenge plot and open his eyes. There's a larger player in this game, one more greater than his current objective. Day 50, Vexen. Fiona and Roxas have fallen due to nominees work on Sora's heart. It has been quite some time since her work has begun, yet they have not stirred. Perhaps watching over nominee reminds me of Ianzo, but I find it calming. Ha! As if I could be calmed. Back to business. I have stationed Shion in Castle Oblivion, yet there has been interference. Riku and Anson the Wise. Yes, that foolish man. He has aligned himself with Riku. They have begun to attempt to overtake Castle Oblivion, lying in wait for when Shion, wait, uh, when Shion wakes up. Zimus has yet to assign a lord to this castle, so I shall assume that role. With so many graves in these halls, I shall assume a most morbid task. Yes, Ansem. You two shall rest easy atop the bones of your apprentices, should you dare intrude. Vexen switched to a mad scientist. <laughs> so, uh, next is day 100. Axel. Syx has been working me endlessly trying to figure out what the hell Zim is up to, but I just don't have any clue. Roxas has been uh, tagging along, and even he is stumped. And two heads are better than one. After his fainting spell that left him comatose, I thought he was a goner, but he's as sharp as before. Guess we all have some issues. But Zaldin has been talking to me in Dimix. He says things like, there's more here than meets the eye, and you should know these things by now. I'll try talking to him when Roxas isn't around. Uh, on day 111, there's a mystery note. Uh, you end up playing as a mysterious hooded figure. The mystery entry says, The master says you're running out of time. If you try one more thing without speaking to him first, you might as well end up like your dear friend. Whichever one is up to you, I suppose. Whichever you prefer. Slumbering or despairing. Just know that even I cannot clean up your mess. Do me proud. Unlock the boy. Whoa. YX so, making his reemergence. <laughs> uh, next is day 130. So I skip about 19 days. This is Vexen's next entry. Ansem and Riku are trying to get Namine and Shion from, from me for whatever reason. I find this most perplexing. Nevertheless, they will be taken care of. I have a plan for them. Day 157, Roxas. Axel stopped working with Syax and has been working with Zaldin. I thought he was best friends with Syax, but he said people drift apart. I sure hope we don't drift apart. Syax's eyes are yellow now, and he's even angrier than before. Vexen and Shion are at Castle Oblivion permanently. Zimna said this is for reasons we're not to inquire about. Axel gets real quiet whenever Vexen is mentioned. I feel like I'm still missing something. I'm going to look into this further. Day 162, Zigbar. Finally! The old coot got Luxord on our side. Turns out his hate for Ansem is still a thing. And now now we have Syax? What's left is Roxas. 
Vexen is literally guiding us to Vin and just gives Zimnus enough time. He'll pull Aqua from the darkness himself. This could not be going better for us. And here I thought Castle Oblivion screwed us over. Let's hope things continue to go down this path. Sigmar Acton is that true villain. Oh, yeah. Day 178, Zaldan. It seems the Psyx has been lost. I have been instructed to continue working on my project with the Beast. I believe turning him into a Heartless will aid us, yet my mind continues to wander. Xehanort, the cause of all of this, who turned us all to darkness. Are you as well hiding away in some vast castle? You pull the strings, and they send the vibrations as they trickle down from your marionettes. They affect each of us, yet we never see you. How I look forward to greeting you with a lance. Bruh, Vexen and Zaldan was like the, the heroes of this story. <laughs> Day 191, Roxas. and Vexen return from Castle Oblivion. They never say anything to me, but I heard them demand an audience with Xemnas. They said something about fighting a hooded figure and someone else? I don't know. Zigbar was upset when he heard this too. I don't understand. I can talk to Xemnas whenever I want. Is it really so hard to talk to him? Day 205, Axel. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have done what I did in Castle Oblivion. I wish there was a way to save Syx, but I think he's too far gone. I have Roxas, or, yeah, I have Roxas, and I want to save Shion. I've talked to Nomine, and she said that Shion won't make it past when Sora wakes up. Roxas is supposed to absorb her. I don't know what that means, but Roxas should know about this. It isn't fair to keep him in the dark. This is his life, too. Axel's going to screw everything up again. <laughs> Day 220, Zemnis. I find it extremely difficult to find time to write these days. Vexen is doing a magnificent job looking for Ventus. Said no one ever. I <laughs> I have complete faith in Zaldan and the team he has put together should anything happen to me. He believes he can pull me from the grasp of Xehanort. I believe I can set up a plan for the others. But I have given Vexen too many audiences whenever he wishes, so now Zigbar demands to speak to me on a whim. This takes far too much of my time, and he knows it. Is he trying to toy with me? What is he trying to do? Day 258. I don't usually journal. Usually I just write songs. But I've been reporting to Zaldan a lot, and boy, there's so much more to this organization than I thought. I don't even think I've scratched the surface of what's going on. But it kind of makes me miss the others. It really sucks what happened in Castle Oblivion. I mean, I regret how things ended with her. Oh, snap. Right in the feels. <laughs> yeah. I did that because I had to get back at you for what you did. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your version of one. <laughs> I wrote in my what? In your version of Kingdom Hearts 1. They had one scene together. I know. Uh, day 277, Sigbar. The kiddo and Poppet are coming along nicely. Better than we could have hoped. Both are slaying the Heartless so well it brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> But now they know the truth about Sora, 
their own lives of what might happen next. The question is, who will get to their impressionable minds first? Superbrow sounded like a pedo. <laughs> Day 300, Roxas. They took me to talk to Nominee. It's been a while since then, and I still don't want to believe it. I wasn't that close to Shion, but I still don't want her to not exist. Everyone deserves to be their own person. The people in Castle Oblivion. Shion. Me. I think I should talk to Zimnus one more time. Day 310. Zemnus. Every now and then, when he comes to talk to me, I begin to feel nostalgic. But this time I felt empty. When he told me he deserves to be his own person, I realized I have been treating him as a means to get to the one person I wanted all along. Vexen, even, had used Shion as a means to avenge Zexion, and I, Roxas, to awaken him. But if everyone deserves to be their own person, then what does that truly mean? Day 323, Vexen. Shion has been taking this exceptionally well. She believes she's doing her duty, and I could not be more proud. My replica program started as a minor side project, something that I believed was nothing more than a test of my own abilities. Now it has evolved to its own degree, something that I cannot explain. It has to be shown, experienced for yourself. She's a living, breathing, sentient being that has purpose. Roxas had better, had better live a worthy life after taking hers. Man, I like that it started out praising Shion, and then he just praised himself for the next 30 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a proud papa. For a brief second. Yeah. Day 337, Zigbar. Man, it's just too easy to get inside rocks, as I said. Whatever's up between him and Shion, well, all I have to do is remind him that she's acting kind of funny. That should throw a wrench into whatever Zimnus's plan is. Day 342, Roxas. I don't want to do it. I don't want to take her life. She should be her own person. I should be my own person. Zimnus told me a few weeks ago that we should all be our own people. But when you said that, why did I get the feeling that you're holding back? I don't want to hold back anymore. Not me, not Shion. We're going to be our own people. Day 350, Axel. I haven't seen Roxas or Shion in a few days, and it's starting to worry me. I haven't seen Syax either. I'm just hoping everything is alright. I don't want to lose either of them. I didn't get to know Shion very well, but I can't stand to lose anyone in this organization. Not again. Day 358. Shion's first entry. It's the final day, and Sora needs me to do this. I tried to talk to Roxas about this, but he won't listen. So I have to make him listen. From what I've talked to him, he's been a good friend. Even if we didn't get to hang out much, or as much as I would have liked, maybe in another life. But today this ends. Even Vexen has been good to me, and so have the others. I look forward to seeing what lies beyond. Roxas, I hope you get to be your own person one day. The final battle is, of course, Shion versus Roxas. 
The secret boss is young Xehanort. The secret ending is Zigbar sneaking into Castle Oblivion with Benitas after Xion has opened so many of the doors to get to Ven. The ultra-critical ending is Vexen in the basement of Castle Oblivion with Xemnas discussing his replica program once more. Vexen lives through this game? <laughs> Vexen lives through this game. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Man, I enjoyed your, uh, your our, normally when we write, we'll usually do the same thing in a lot of ways. We have almost nothing in common this time. So, wow. So I'm, I, I, I think that was awesome. This is very good. I like that you did it from a journal perspective. Thank you. Poor Lexord, though. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. He gets one mention. <laughs> I know. Sorry, it is pretty minor in mine, too. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Man, I think the uh, the Vexen heroics were probably some of my favorite parts. Well, I know that what I feel like would have made days a lot better is if it would have flipped the Shion story on its head. Okay. Um, had it not made because what they were trying to do is it was trying to make Shion a very sympathetic character. Yeah. Um, and instead of that, had it just made Shion a very strong character, very accepting in her fate. Um, I feel like that would have been a lot better for her. So yeah. instead of r- constantly running away from it, so she and get, to do she, that, I feel like Vexen would have needed to have been there. I feel like that she got the repeat button hit pressed and she just became replica. Yeah. So, of course, uh, I, I do like Vexen. So, yeah. Vexen surviving Castle Oblivion. So, Vexen but, was the only death in there that was uh, uh, the most unnecessary. Yeah. Vexen survives, but Xehanort gets Ven. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see how your Kingdom Hearts two right continues your story. Okay. Are you? Uh, did you already have like things in mind for it? For what two? Because did you? Were you foreshadowing? Are, oh yes, I have foreshadow set up. All right, man. Wow, makes you nervous for Vexen's fate. <laughs> he really was. He really was like the hero of your story. Wants uh, Vexen to play a very big part because uh, he uh, he has a lot to do in Castle Oblivion as well. Yeah, and um, he has a lot to do in uh, the rest of the story as well. So he's not. I feel like he's a very good character that did not get what he deserved. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Well. I'm I'm excited to hear the rest of it and the future Thanks. to come. Thank you. What I also we... tried to fix Axel. Yeah, I noticed that you gave him like a total. Now I'm a part of your team, Mark. Yeah. Axel was not. So if Axel would have been played like that, you're like, man, Axel would have been much better. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite report you wrote and your least favorite? Um. I don't know. It's a really good one. Uh, I really got into uh, Vexen's when 
when he came back from Castle Oblivion. Because mm. you felt a lot of your own personal righteous anger coming out. Well, I really <laughs> wanted it to be emotional. Yeah. So I really had, I really liked that. Um, the Xemnas Roxas interactions were also some of my favorites. Okay. Because I, I really wanted them to be. Uh, I didn't, obviously didn't want Roxas to quite understand anything. Was, <laughs> yeah, uh, what was going on? Yeah. And I really wanted those undertones for uh, the the Ven. Yeah. Um. And also some of my favorite ones are the the Zigbar ones because that will, those were actually my favorite of the Zigbar ones. Uh, Zigbar is just even though. He, his are more self-contained. Uh, he's not really in anybody else's report. He's, I mean, he's in Zemnis's because he just he slips in and just kind of gets under his skin. Yeah. But um, at the same time, even though Zigbar's is more self-contained, he, he's not really mentioned in anyone else's. He's in the background of Zemnis's doing things to uh, to get Ven. Mm. So. And which is how at the end he's in Castle Oblivion. I hope that made sense because I know that looking back at it, it probably like, how did he get there? <laughs> made sense to me. Okay, good. You know what that means? It made sense to the, our other couple thousand listeners. Okay. Oh, a thousand. <laughs> I hope so because I really was trying to set it up to where uh, Xion was there throughout the entire time opening so many doors to get to Ven and then you know, so many things happened with Riku and Ants from the Wise that had them vacate the castle. That left it open for Venditas and Zegbar. Yeah. Yeah. I like that young Xehanort is again being cameo king. <sighs> That's the only way for his character to make sense. Yeah, agreed. We, ha- we have discussed that. It was rude to have a constant presence. Yeah. Yeah. I totes agree. Well, my least favorite ones to to write where uh, some of the one-off ones um, I mean I guess like Demix or the Syax one yeah. just the ones that weren't completely necessary but just to fill in some things yeah just so they could be present yeah sweet I look forward to what's to come thank you you're welcome um I will. I have a couple of things to preface before I start mine. I very much so wanted to obey the laws that they set up of this game because it is so self-contained. So I'm going to actually cheat a little bit, and that's why I said I used the days that they gave me, but I'm going to start seven days before the game would actually technically begin. So it'll be day negative seven, technically. Okay. And. The game, this would be like the, the the preface of the game, almost like a, a prelude, if you will. So the game begins with Xemnas arriving in his chair, then Zigbar, Zaldan, Vex, and Lexius, and finally Zexion. Xemnas welcomes them to the first meeting for the Organization 13. Zigbar chimes in that it's a little empty to be called 13. Zaldan tells Zigbar that he knows very well that more will be arriving soon, and their recruitment plans are in place. 
Sigbar just smiles smugly at Zumnus after glancing at Zaldin. Vexen adds that the sooner they add to their ranks, the sooner he can focus on his work. Zexian retorts that his work that his this work is his work now, and they must be united or they'll lose. Zaldin notes that this is uh, this is uh, where am I? Zaldin notes that this is uh, the way they look. They might they have to look at it moving forward, and this is why Enzo is wiser than Evan. Vexen snarls at this concept, and Zimnus cuts them off to tell them that they are each going to be assigned new names, and that's where this scene ends. So this uh, each one will have like a title and a and a report attached to it. So Zimnus does the first report. It's titled "Seeker of Darkness." It's Ansem is attempting to finish up his plan and obtain Kingdom Hearts. If he does so, then these 13 we recruit will be spared of the faith that Xehanort has for them. Nonetheless, smarters are to fill these ranks in, in the event that Ansem fails. Much hinges on this ordeal. And then day negative six is titled All Seeing Eye. And Zigbar tells Zaldin to search the world that never was, and he will scout out the refuge world, referring to Travers Town. Zigbar searches the town, and the scene ends when it is implied he finds someone that is of interest to him. Zigbar returns to the castle and notices that Zemnas and Zexian are still working together. Just then, Lexius walks towards Zigbar, but before Lexius can speak, Zigbar says as if and portals away. Lexius glares as this at him as the scene ends. The Zigbar report, and it's titled, uh, As If That Would Work. It is Zigbar's first report. It says, Man, Ansem just went down hard. Wonder how the old coot took it. Oh, well, I guess Zemnus's fear came true. He's up now. His time to shine. These kids are going to get toasted. Whatever, though. I got my own things to figure out. Day negative five is changing winds. And Zaldin is shown making a second day of his work schedule that has him on his final day searching the grounds of the world that never was. He spends the day walking the grounds and you hear his inner thoughts and his inner dialogue about how empty this city is. He begins to wonder where all the people went, realizing that the fate was much was likely much grimmer than he had initially imagined. He decides to search Hollow Bastion himself since Zigbar is known to slack off. As soon as he arrives, he sees a couple breaking up, and we get insight of how on how Zaldin hates love so much. So his inner monologue continues as he sees them break up. He then comments to himself that though it is nothing but a means to kill happiness, it is the only thing only thing worth allowing into your heart. Zaldin then RTCs and is greeted by Zexian, who asks to speak with Zaldin privately. Zaldin agrees, and the scene ends. Zaldin report, and it's the first one. It is titled, um, Love Breeds Gloom. How toilsome to be without a heart, and yet for those to eagerly uh, grasp for what bring, for what births pain and despair. Truly a gloomy concept, yet we press on toward our own accord. Zexian is spooked by Zemnus. The boy is too bright for his own good sometimes, and too scared for his own good. Day negative four, testing and prodding. I bet you'll never guess who this one's about. Vexen, <laughs> Vexen and Lexus are working together in the lab. Vexen has set up. Vexen speaks and informs Lexus that the language is now complete. Lexus asks why Zimnus would desire such a new language. Vexen responds that he does not care, but they are now nobodies, and such things must change. They are to adapt, or, do, or they will be doomed to perish. He says everyone must be tested, are prodding, if you will. This is, this is such a burden we bear. 
to be the first and last of our kind by our own hand. My research is all I have now. This will be my salvation. No, our salvation. <laughs> Lexius retorts, such a waste. Our minds were at the forefront of all science, and now Vexen cuts him off and says, now we, were, we are reliant merely on my research, as Zemnus will fail to produce a means of escape, but I will do no such, for our condition is at the grace of my hands. The scene ends with a smug Vexen. Vexen report, simple minds. My research is our only hope. Not a fairy tale from Zemnus about Kingdom Hearts. I will play my part to a minimum unless it corresponds with my work, as I lack the means for escape. Zemnus and I spoke this morning. The town fools of our homeworld have been recruited, Syx and Axel, as they are now known. The two are resting at this moment. I resent the idea of their recruitment. Day three, shaken faith. Lexius is training, uh, and also you're welcome to cut me off at any point. I didn't break it up into worlds. I've broken it up into days. So okay. Lexius is training. We are showing a flashback of Elias and Evan walking uh, Enzo back to the castle in Radiant Garden the day that they first found him. The flashback is ended with Zaldan who walks in and greets Lexius. Lexius asks if Zaldan will spar with him, and Zaldan complies. We are treated to an epic fight that ends with Vexen walking in and tells them that they should train their minds over their body. Zaldan uses his wind to slightly push Vexen, making him stumble before smiling at the frustrated scientist who did not enjoy this jest. <laughs> Vexen continues by saying Zigbar has found another to join, the boys being called Dimix. He's now resting, and Lexius is to train with Syx and Axel today. The scene ends with Syx and Axel walking in. Lexius report, the all the all encompassing fan favorite report. <laughs> oh yeah. Past times versus new times. Zexian keeps reminding me to think towards the future and what is yet to be and not to overly reflect on what was. I can't help but notice we have been building this team very fast and yet this castle and these plannings we we have been partaking in still does not make this feel like home. We have only four open seats now. Zemna says this is the desired amount of num of members. When did we become members and not brothers? Day negative two. Graveyard graveyard shift. Zexian is with Zemnus preparing the room and preparing the room of proof of existence. Zexian asks why they need this room and jokingly asks if Zemnus is planning on recruiting them or laying them to rest. Zemnus jokingly tells Zexian he talks too much. Zexian says he gets his long-winded nature from Vexen. Zemnus responds with that Vexen should not spread anything other than his knowledge on science. Zexian says that Zaldan has recruited the gambler, Luxor. And then he asks if that's correct. Zemnus nods. Zexian asks why 13. Zemnus says it's the way that it has to be. Zexian says he can finish up placing the headstones for Demix and Luxord if Zemnus would like to move on to something else. And then Zemnus agrees. He says that he has to speak with a friend. Zexian finishes and is on his way to speak to Zaldan when the scene with Vexen and Zigbar plays out. Um, day negative one, just dandy. Oh, I skipped the Zexian report. My apologies. Zexian report, resolution. At last, he has been recruited. The two of us go back a ways now. The timing is wondrous. Something is afoot, and is and he is exactly who I need to help me uncover what it is. I talked with Zaldan about this matter. He believes we should share intel under the table. I am inclined to agree for the time being. Still, Marluxia will be welcomed by the both of us. Day negative one, just dandy. 
Syax, Axel, Dimmick, Luxor, and Marluxia are all training when Zaldin walks in. But he's not alone. He walks in with Larxene. He says she will be joining them. He tells them to continue training, but to partner up. Larxene says she calls the one with the spiky, weird hair and walks towards Dimmix. Zaldin leaves as the scene ends. Syax and Axel are shown talking later at a Twilight's view about how they ended up like this and what's going on. They agree one thing is for sure, they can't trust Zemnus. The scene ends. Luxor is walking the streets with Zigbar when Luxor asks why they have not filled the last seat. Zigbar says that the last one they have is RSVP'd, and if Luxor digs. Luxor then asks if it's true. <laughs> Luxor then asks if it's true about Kingdom Hearts, ignoring Zigbar's comment, giving them the eh, if it's true about Kingdom Hearts, giving them their hearts back. Zigbar smiles and says Kingdom Hearts can give them exactly what they want. Before if asking if Luxor will be around to see it, Luxor says if it's in the cards. Zigbar laughs before saying it's probably not and leaving. <laughs> Dimmix and Larxene are the last two left sparring as we see Lexus in the background leaving the room drinking water. Dimmix is tired and says he needs to sit down. Larxene sits next to him, and they both just look sad as she leans her head on his shoulder and the scene ends. Why do you have to continue to do stuff like that? It's not done either. Oh my god! <laughs> it's... It's not done either. Uh, Marluxia and Zexion are talking before Marluxia gets a concerned look on his face and asks what's going on here. Zexion says that they are in deep and no hearts and no keys at the moment. He continues to say that these people took care of him and are now and uh, now are like family to him, along with Marluxia. Marluxia agrees and says that he believes getting hearts for everyone should be the first thing they need to do. Zexion says that he's glad that Marluxia sees it that way. He tells Marluxia that uh, that he should talk privately with Zaldin. The scene ends with the two walking down the hall towards Zaldin. Syax reports, climbing the ranks. The ranking here is fixed. It is impossible for me to get to the top of this ladder. Zaldin acts as Zemnus' second in command. Zexion is Zemnus' right hand. Zigbar is always in Zemnus' ear. I must learn of these so-called members. Vexen is in his own world, while Lexius seems just as lost as the rest of us. So Axel remains the only one here I can rely on, even if it's only for the time being. I must move up the ranks. Axel report. What happened? Question mark. What did we what did we do to get into this place? I can tell this is trouble. I really don't care for any of these people. I would offer my views on them, but I'm not sure that I already know my views on me anymore. Slax, what are you thinking? Because I need you. Dimmick's report. Struck twice. She's here. I'm both happy and sad to see her. I'm just trying to figure out how that can be. They told me that we don't have hearts, but is that true? What does that mean? I think I I think uh, Larxene is a nobody too, and that that makes me sad. Larxord report. Snake eyes were the winning hand. It is too soon. To <laughs> it is too soon to tell, but I believe this place is my chance at what fate intended for me long ago. A chance to redeem myself after what that fool did to me. Time will tell. I remain hopeful all the same. This could be more. The only thing that we did the same as Larxord. I think so. Um, uh, the only thing that could be uh, more than this could be more than we imagined. Marluxia report. Redemption. I also want to point out that I intentionally titled Marluxia and Zexine's report very similarly. Um, Zexine greeted me as soon as I got my, to my room. Once number eleven, uh, once number two found me, he and I believe many things to be at work here. Still, Zaldin seemed impressed by me during my training. I had seen Zaldin but not spoken to him until Zexine took me to do so. 
Zaldan said he told Zimnus of my skill and that Zimnus would come to me and find me and discuss a leadership opportunity. Zexine seemed cautious of Zimnus, but at the same time, he seemed to care for him. I will have to remain sharp. Uh, Larkscene report. Um, current events. Dimmix, huh? I can get behind that name. This place, though, a castle, I mean, a girl can get used to this. I just hate that all these brutes are going to try and boss me around when really I just want to start picking on Dimmix some. It's important that I don't show weakness. Poor Dim Dim. You know I love you. <laughs> Day one. Key of hearts. So the the next seven days are the only ones that I'll do together, and then the rest will just be very broken up. So the, these next seven days are, in, for all intents and purposes, the middle of the game, so to speak. Um, okay. So the scene starts with Aroxas getting named by Zemnus once Zemnus finds him similar to how it does in days. Roxas is then shown walking to where nothing gathers. He's welcomed by all of the team as number 13. The scene ends. Roxas walks back to his room by, and he's accompanied by Larkscene. She asks if he's going to thank her for the tour. He stares blankly. She sighs and says, whatever, before walking away. We see Roxas stare blankly in his room. The scene ends. Timnus report. Arrival of light. Roxas today has been recruited. Per my orders, I allowed Roxas to stumble around for some time before we recruited him to ensure he was fit for survival. That will be important moving forward if the worst comes to be. Day two. Learn or leave. Roxas is sitting on his bed when a knock happens on his door. Zexine walks in and greets Roxas. Roxas says simply, hi. Zexine informs Roxas that it is his job to teach Roxas the language of their kind. Roxas asks why. Zexian asks if all Roxas can do is say things that rhyme. Just getting a blank stink, a blank stare. Zexian says, asks Zexian asking questions is the best thing. Uh, Zexian says that the best thing he can do right now is ask questions of Roxas and shows him some of the language and begins to teach him it. Zexian says you should only ask questions to those who you believe you can trust. Roxas asks if he can trust Zexian. Zexian smiles and says he hopes so, because he trusts Roxas. The scene ends. Zexian walks in some time later and tells Zexian his report is due and should be placed in the library. Zexian asks in a joking manner if Zexian is going to grade it as well. Zexian says yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Roxas asks what report and if he will be graded as well. Vexen says no. <laughs> Vexen says no, though assuredly he would get an F. Vexen tells Roxas to focus on his own learning. Zexian motions to him for both of them to walk off before he closes the door behind Roxas. Beautiful. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy that little that little interaction. Zexian report. Why only one? Vexen is fixed on what emotion each member has, but the question is, I have uh, the question I have is why we only have one at all. Zemnus either displays a wide range or none at all. This must be his defense to keep us questioning. Zigbar clearly has humor. Zaldan easy has sorrow. He has had a great loss. Vexen is afraid. Logic would suggest fear slash paranoia has been bestowed on him. Poor fool. Lexius is hard to deduce for the average person, but I, all I need to do is ask. He has courage. Myself, I have the gift of sarcasm. <laughs> Syax rightfully has rage. Axel feels attachment, but it's best be, it would be best be conveyed as friendship. Demix has empathy, perhaps a curse only to feel for others, and not for oneself. I retract that. Demix may have the best among us. Luxord experienced a high level of dopamine in his life, indicating that 
indicating that his is excitement or joy. Or more I can't tell. I'm sorry to interrupt your, your report there. But, um, I can't tell if it's a good thing that Enzo grew up around Evan <laughs> and Xehanort because his sass levels are always off the chart. <laughs> 100%. Like, just being around Zemnus and Vex and two very sassy grown men. <laughs> they're like, they act like 12 year olds, 12 year old girls, and how they talk, Vex and Zemnus, because they're so sassy. Sexy and sass alone could defeat Xehanort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> indicating that his excitement or in more fitting terms, he's thrilled by things and says his, his desire to take risks. Marluxia is not a blessed one with a great emotion at all. Envy. Larxene seems to be on the other end of Dimmix. She has apathy. Now Roxas. Day three. Shackled. Roxas walks to the gray room. He looks and sees Luxord and Axel talking. Dimmix sitting next to Zaldin and Larxene walking back to her room and rolls her eyes at him. You see Lexius leaving for a mission after talking with Syax. Marluxia walks up from behind you and tells you that he's given the task of training you today. Roxas says, thank you very much. Marluxia laughs and says, there's no need to thank him. He's only doing his job. Marluxia walks Roxas to the Hall of Empty Melodies. In case you don't know, that's where you fight Zigbar in Kingdom Hearts 2. And you see him training Roxas throughout the day. At the, in, at, the end of, at the end, Roxas is exhausted and Marluxia says that Roxas did well. Roxas asks why Marluxia can use flowers. Marluxia comments that each higher nobody has a domain over a power that is unique to them. Roxas asks why. Marluxia comments that each power they have is because something significant happened to them in their life as a human to cause their heart to latch onto this certain concept or event, thus giving them a power that is tied to their heart. And it manifests itself as any way that it can. Roxas asks why Marluxia has flowers. Marluxia smiles and says Roxas has a lot of questions. Roxas informs Marluxia that Zexian told him that you can only ask questions to those who you trust. Marluxia says this is wise and warns him not to trust everyone. Roxas nods and asks what a higher nobody is. Marluxia <laughs> then goes on to explain higher and lower and lesser nobodies. Roxas says he understands and asks Marluxia why he has a key and Marluxia has a scythe. Marluxia patiently answers that they <laughs> they all can use a number of different weapons, but Roxas is the only one with a key. Zigbar shows up and says he hates to interrupt this Q&A session, but, he, <laughs> but it's time that they head back. <laughs> this room is about to be used by Zigbar for some free shooting practice, if he knows what he means. Marluxia concerningly nods and tells Roxas that they best be on their way. Roxas... <laughs> yes? Roxas's, well, one of Roxas's, uh, well, one of my favorite questions that Roxas asks, be asked in your, uh, your version, and that question that Roxas asks comes from, uh, the game and the manga, and that's when Roxas asks if Zimnus is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, I should have added that one. Oh my god. Wow. It's kind of amazing. I just like the idea of Roxas just being this like deer in the headlights, only asking questions, and like he's he like doesn't rhyme anymore because he feels like that he got in trouble for it. I should have added the dad part though. Oh 
I just I had to ask that because that's my favorite question. <laughs> yes, Axel. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, Marlou well, Schreiber. Like, uh, you know, like add it in somewhere. I, I'll, I'll, I'll never know. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll add it in at some point. Marlou report. Traveled and worn. Uh, a constant reminder of what was lost. Flowers. Roxas is growing in strength and wisdom. There is a connection between him and Ventus. This organization will be a fine place for Roxas to grow. This place does have its sneaks, though. Nothing that can't be helped, I suppose, as we long to get our hearts. Day four. Fight, never flight. Any guesses on who's going to be in this one? <laughs> uh, fight, never flight? Yep. Lexius. Um, Roxas okay. is walking down the hall and turns the corner and bumps into Axel, who is walking and talking with Demix. Axel rolls his eyes, similar to Larxene, <laughs> as Roxas opens his mouth to say sorry. The two keep walking, and you hear Demix says that Roxas really creeps him out, you know? <laughs> Axel agrees and says it's the blank stairs. <laughs> the scene fades into Roxas walking into the gray room, where Zexine, Marluxia, and Zaldan are all talking. Larxene is complaining to Zigbar about Demix. Syax walks up with uh, walks up to you with Lex to Roxas uh, with Lexius and says uh, only and only stops to tell you that Zemnus has taken it easy on you up to this point and that he ke- and that from now on things will get hard. He keeps walking. Lexius informs you that today Roxas is to face Lexius, who will only put in twenty five percent of effort into the duel. Roxas looks terrified. The two walk through the hall of empty melodies. A few clips are shown of Roxas just getting wrecked by Lexius. Zemnus is watching from afar. Lexius ends the encounter by telling Marluxia that he was right to speak by by telling you that he, that Marluxia was right to speak highly of your current skill, given your newness to being a nobody. Roxas falls down and passes out. The scene goes black. Lexius report: Rumor has it, Lex, Roxas has improved. However, I see the as his limits. Hmm. Limits. The rumor is Roxas controls light. If this is to be believed, then we control both light and dark. Zexine said this while speaking to the superior. Day five. Purpose. Roxas is sore from his two days of training and opens his door only to uh, only to find Syax standing right there. Syax tells Roxas to follow him and that Vexen will train you today. They arrive at... <laughs> oh, and I skipped this part. The Vexen will train your day, and Roxas, under his breath, says, more training. Yay. They arrive at Vexen's lab, and Syax motions for Roxas to go in. Roxas just says he doesn't want to, and Syax pushes him forward. Roxas does so. Vexen tells Roxas that today he will train the mind of Roxas, an even greater weapon than the body. Roxas breathes a sigh of relief. Vexen then goes on to teach Roxas how to use magic. He rushes Roxas out of the lab and slams the door behind him. Vexen report. Uncanny. Roxas, they say. Ha! Huh, clearly that Roxas has a relation to the boy that saved Zexine as a child. This is a sick joke, right? What became of this boy that looked like Roxas? It is now my focus to learn of this fate, as this is not coincidence. My research should provide these results naturally. The true purpose of this lesson was for Roxas to visit my lab, so I could slightly and silently get data on him for my replica. Zemnus will be surprised by the wondrous results that this will bear. Day six, your real work. Roxas wakes up and sees a note from Axel. He reads it and is confused. He walks around and sees that a nobody's in the castle and that nobody's in the castle except Syax and Larxene. She is attempting to argue with him about how she should definitely not be coaching Roxas today. She starts to yell at him and he tells her enough and that it's time for them to get to their mission. 
she throws a big hissy fit and demanding Roxas to follow her. Sykes informs you informed Roxas that Larxane will be with you today, giving you your final lesson before your first real mission. Roxas goes through the portal and follows Larxene to file it down. She zaps him before snickering. She then takes him into uh, to a Heartless and tells him of the Keyblade and how it works, with the Heartless as his true purpose. Roxas defeats the Heartless and says that he really fought hard on that one. She sarcastically says, yeah, you did great. And he says, thank you very much. And then, <laughs> and then before telling him to buzz off the, uh, and that they're finally done, she goes to leave and he asks her to wait. She stops with her back to him and he says that Larxene should know what a good time is and that she and what and since he knows what kind of girl is, she is that he can show her that. She turns <laughs> she turns around Wait, and says <laughs> Roxas stopped Larxene from leaving to sell her that she he knows what type of girl she is and that he can show her a good time. <laughs> uh, she turns around and says what did you just say to me? She glows Yellow with lightning before hitting him with multiple bolts of lightning and sending him across the, the streets. He uh, uh, Before he can complain that Axel left him a note saying that he it was an order by Sykes for him to repeat those lines to her. Larxene strikes Roxas a few more times before, <laughs> before Axel's note falls from Roxas' pocket and she reads it. She screams again out of frustration and leaves. Roxas limps his way back to the castle. Only to have Syx, Demix, Marluxia, and Zolda notice how hurt Roxas is. Dalton offers to take Roxas back to Vexen's lab where they can get him a potion or two. <laughs> I had to include a prank. The scene fades back in with Roxas. That just reminds me of, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. No, go ahead. That just reminds me of in the manga when, uh. <laughs> Roxas goes up to Dimmix and he's like, Dimmix, do you know how to flip a girl's switch? And it's like, it's like, yeah, I know how to do that. Why? And Roxas is like, it's okay if you don't know how. And Dimmix is like, I've flipped plenty of girls' switches. And Dimmix is like, I don't know if you know how. Like, it's okay. You seem too nice for that. And Dimmix is like, really frustrated. That's kind of what I based it off of. Is I couldn't do something like that, but I was because I was like, that's already happened, so I'm gonna do something else. That's amazing. Um, like that. The scene fades back in with Roxas returning to his bed and being woken up by Sax, who informs Roxas that he, Luxine, and Axel will be taking a code of conduct and sexual misconduct class led by Zigbar. The scene then pans over to show a bunch of clips of Zigbar making gestures and overly sexual movements slash motions before finally all three of them are allowed to leave. Larxene report. Ah, Axel. I can't stand him. His stupid prank made me look like a whore in front of the whole team, even in front of the baby. I just hope Demix knows it's not true. This team, gosh, I hate it sometimes. Then Sykes made that joke of a class led by the clown Zigbar of all people? That prank was Axel's fault, not mine. He should have to take it, not me. I will get back in him for this. Oh my god. Roxas. Day seven. Graduation day. Roxas walks into the gray room <laughs> <laughs> and sees Marluxia trying to calm Larxene down about yesterday. Axel talking to Slyax. Zaldin and Luxord are having tea. Axel walks up to Roxas and tells him uh, and Axel walks up to Roxas and tells him that looks like Roxas gets to go on a real mission today. Roxas stares at him and tells Axel he is excited sometimes. Axel says uh, he can't be. He has no heart, dum-dum. Rox, 
Roxas says that no excitement, uh, like how Zigbar was talking about, you know, mating and stuff. Axel cuts him off and says, lucky him that he's stuck with Roxas today. And tells Roxas that their mission is simply to find a heartless in Twilight Town. Then kill it and come back and nothing exciting should happen. They do so and then Roxas chimes up and says, Axel, I have a question. Axel tells Roxas that yes, Axel is in fact the best in the organization 13. Roxas says, no, that's probably Larxene because she scares me. But he says his question is about Zigbar's class and why men would want to do more than hold hands with women. And if Axel thinks that Larxene wants to do that with him, Axel stares at him and tells him to never say anything like that to him ever again. Uh, they are DC. Axel report. Uh, this kid. He really gets on my nerves. Whatever, I guess. Why does he look like that kid up from uh, Radiant Garden, though? I can't be alone when you notice this. Sykes does not have to pay attention to it, but I bet Vexen has some reach on it, research on it, though. He always pries. Day 19. The future. During the skip, we are, so we skipped from day 7 to day 19, and I'll, I'll always recap when we do that. Uh, what happened basically so day, those days basically the things that took place Roxas growing friendship with Axel rising tension between Syax and the leadership the, uh, the current day scene begins at where nothing gathers Zimnus welcomes them and says that they have two matters he says that the first is that they uh, he says that the first is that they have a second castle that will act as a secondary base for their research Vexen smiles smugly. Syx adds, adds that a select few will be deployed there to make proper preparations. Zimna says that this delegation has been charged to Syx. Zigbar blurts out how he hopes to get to play on the new playground. Larxene begins to snicker only for Syx to inform her that she's going to be sent there before he reads off the rest of the list that included Marluxia, Luxord, Axel, uh, Axel, Lexius, Zexian, and Vexen. In addition to Larkseen, a silence falls over the room as a new cloaked figure walks in. Zimnus says this leads to the second matter, as the new member amongst the ranks is Shion, a Keyblade chosen. She will serve as number 14. He informs them that this is all, and the scene ends with a shot painting around in each of their faces, ending on the hooded figure, Shion. Zigbar report. Fresh face. So, Shion, huh? As if. I know what she is. She is a puppet. A bad replica made by her daddy Vex and used from the DNA of Roxas. Zimnus, myself, Zexine, Marluxius, and see her probably as somebody else. With Lexius, Demix, Luxord, Axel, and Roxas, probably see her as her own person. Zaldin, Caesar, I would bet as Roxas. Larxene, Caesar as a as competition, because she's pretty slutty. Syax, Caesar as a puppet. Vexen, Caesar as his little baby. <laughs> Day 20. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Day 20, stay. The scene opens with Zexan in the library reading a book titled The Book of Prophecies. As Naminé walks in sheepishly, Zexan closes his book and places it through a portal while, she, while he greets her. Naminé begins to chat with him, and as soon as they begin to get friendly, Syx walks in Marluxia with Marluxia. Syx informs Marluxia that he will need to keep an eye on Naminé as she tends to wander. Marluxia says he's sure that it won't be an issue. <laughs> Naminé backs away from Syx and Zexan. Um, says that it seems that Nominee does not care much for him. Marluxia adds, perhaps it's the scar. Nominee chuckles at Zexion and Marluxia's banter before Demix arrives to, enforce, uh, to inform Syx that Zemnus is asking for him. Syx tells Nominee to go through there and opens a portal. Nominee does so and begins to walk through, and Zexion says it was nice to meet her, and Marluxia says ditto before she leaves. Zaldin arrives as soon as Nominee leaves. Demix then uh, pokes his head back around the corner and says, 
and asks if Cyax is gone. They inform him that he is, and Dimmix asks what the plan is now. Zaxine and Marluxia have both been sent to Castle Oblivion, is what Marluxia says, and that they need, to, if they can, they can, if they if they can, they need to hold all of their cards tight to their chest. Zaxine looks towards the worried Zaldin and assures him that Castle Oblivion will be the birth of the real organization. The new organization, Marluxia adds. Syak says he can't believe that within the past few weeks alone, they discovered the plans of Zimnus. Uh, uh, of Zimnus and of uh, Syak's and Axel as well. Dimmix on, uh, and still Zaldin seems bothered. Dimmix on the other hand, after the others left, pleaded, uh, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, uh, yeah, wait, wait, I got mixed up, my apologies. Uh, says that they can't believe they discovered the plans of Sykes and Axel as well. Zaldin and Dimmix say that while Marluxia and Zexian are at Castle Oblivion, they will come up with a plan to distract people from noticing that Dimmix will be visiting Castle Oblivion so that they can correspond back and forth. Dimmix then pauses and asks to speak with Marluxia alone. Zaldin and Zexian leave without a word in the scene ends. Marluxia report. To stay, we go. The days have gone by fast. Zexian and I still have much we need to do. However, we have been halted by Syax. He is sending us away, no doubt in an attempt to get, out, to get us out of his hair. Still, Zaldin seems bothered. Dimmick's on the other hand, after the others left, pleaded with me to keep Larxene safe. This I must do. I need to protect the ones I care for. In the past, I have not done this well enough in my mind. Um, day... My baby! <laughs> uh, day... 21. Construct of Lies. Roxas returns from his mission with Shion, and she pushes right past him to rush to talk with Vex, and Axel walks up and puts his arm around Roxas before saying Shion was odd and asks if he wants to guy scream. The scene ends. Larkseen is walking down Nothing's Call when Marluxia arrives next to her, and the scene ends, but you see Zigbar in the corner of the frame listening. It switches to Zexian, who is standing on the crooked ascension, with, uh, which acts as their elevator when Zimnus portals on it. They converse back and forth before Zimnus informs Zexian that he will be in charge of the lower half of Castle Oblivion, and asks if he uh, if he can relay the same to Marluxia for the top half. Zexian is surprised and asks why he is the one to relay this message to Marluxia. Zimnus says that he would talk about it with Marluxia anyway, and goes to leave, but Zexian asks him to wait. Zexian simply tells Zimnus that... Uh, that should Castle Oblivion go poorly, he wants Zimnus to know that he doesn't blame Zimnus for any of this. And Zexine looks sad as Zimnus leaves, and Zimnus says that he should bl that he will blame himself enough for the both of them. Zexine report: Family bound by deception. Marluxia and I predicted that Syx would make a move against us. This is why we built strong ties with Larxine. We needed to make sure she was sent topside with Marluxia. This only places Axel in the castle that we can't trust. Zaldin and Dimmix are clearly nervous. Honestly, as am I. Zimnus knows little to nothing about the true goings-ons here. I do believe he suspects multiple threads working against him, though. That I am not. I am not against him. Day 22. Layers. Uh, I'm sorry, Day 23. The Purge. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, oops, I skipped all the way up to the top of my notes. Let me get back there. Boom. Um, Marluxia is the proof of existence when Syax arrives. 
Sykes informs him that everyone else has gone to Castle Vivian. Marluxia fires back, then why is Axel talking with Roxas? Sykes tells Marluxia he's not in the mood for games. Sykes then goes to touch Marluxia, who's looking at the graves, and Marluxia pulls out his weapon and points it at him. Marluxia tells Sykes it is unwise for a boy to raise his hand at a man. Sykes... <laughs> 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 Sykes angered and demands Marluxia to leave. Marluxia says he knows Sykes is planning it will fail because that is his trademark. Failed his Isaac and now fails the Sykes as well. Sykes scoffs, but Marluxia says, Then why is Axel with Roxas before he leaves in his final moments and not with you? Sykes loses it and begins to draw his weapon to try and attack Marluxia. The two share a brief fight around the room and ends with Sykes smashing Zexian's headstone. Marluxia pins Sykes down and tells him that if he ever raises his weapon again, he'll cut, he'll be cut down. Marluxia then leaves. The scene ends on a defeated Sykes. Axel and Roxas are shown talking before Axel tells Roxas he'd see him soon and leaves. Nominate. Uh, <laughs> Did you like uh, that? Do you like that dialogue? That whole interaction. Man, it was uh, it was it was pretty fun to write. I enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. Nomine gets her own report. What? 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 Nomine report. Chain reaction. We all arrived at Castle Living. Marluxia, Luxor, and Axel, Zexian, Lexis, Vexen, and Luxine. I can't help but feel as though this will define the rest of what is to come. The castle is going to end as a graveyard. I heard, overheard Zexian and Marluxia talking. Who is Vin? Ho. Um. All right, here we go. Day 55. Layers. The scene starts with Roxas and Axel, uh, uh, of Roxas having a flashback of him and Axel on the clock tower. They're talking only for, a com- uh, for the conversation to turn and his questioning of emotions. But Axel butts in and says he leaves for Castle Oblivion tomorrow and that they can't be talking about all of Roxas's questions about life, afterlife, and basic women. The two go silent, <laughs> and, and the two go silent, and are sad as the scene ends. Vexen is shown talking in this flashback to Shion, and she thanks him. She says that he is the only one here who treats her like she belongs. Vexen says, "Yes, this place is full of misfits, yet they create outcasts among outcasts." She hugs him from behind and asks him not to go. Vexen is surprised and says he has to go. He says he needs to 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 look after his life's work. Shion asks if, if the replica program is his life's work, and he shakes his head no. The scene ends. Dimix is strumming his sitar, and Skyway's not. When Larxene plops down beside him before they begin the flirt, she mentions how she's leaving tomorrow. He says he knows. She asks if he'll miss her, and he says no before waking at her. He asks if she'll miss him, and she says, how could she? He's so annoying. And the two lean into each other as the scene ends. Okay, so we did two things similar. Oh, we did, yeah. We did Lux Lord and we did Pop of Exen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We did do Pop of Exen similar. Yeah. Day 55 through 113. Uh, the following is what takes place. Figuring out. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. I think I might skip something again. Oh, sorry. Uh, 50. It was 51 or 50, whatever I just said, through 71. This is what takes place. Roxas and Shion are growing in their friendship. 
Zinu, Zinu, Zigbar continues to spy. Zemnus spin, is spending more time in his chambers. Zaldan is distracting the team by running off to Beast Castle while Demix visits Castle Living. Syax grows in his paranoia. Zaldan and Demix are having to come to terms with the passing of their fellow members. A rumor of the death of everyone who was sent to Castle Living and the worlds during the time that were visitors are that were visited are Agrabah, Halloween Town, Neverland, the world that never was, and Wonderland. Great. Um, day 71, Rebirth. The scene begins with Zemnus, Zigbar, Zaldan, and Syax, Demix, Roxas, and Xion meeting where nothing gathers. Zemnus says that the rumors that the rumors are true of the members of Castle Oblivion and that they've all passed. And at that moment, Luxord appears and informs them that he made it out alive. Zigbar starkly asks, what of the others? And Luxord says their fate was not as kind. Roxas asks, not even Axel? Shion breaks down with a rebel yell and demands that Luxor tell her the truth and calls him a liar. She says Vexen is alive and she demands to know what happened. Luxord says he acted carelessly and passed on. Shion summons her weapon and leaps towards Luxord, only for Wind to slam her to the floor, knocking her out. Zimnus orders Demix to take her to her room and he asks if the thing is going to come in alive and attack him and Zimnus just stares and so he takes her to her room. Zimnus says this meeting is over. They all leave. Syax report, what purpose? Vexen, you fool. Shion has gone mad at your death. We have yet to figure out why your passing was so troubling to a puppet. What logic is there for this type of acting out? As always, Vexen, you leave us with more questions than answers. Day 71 through 113, we're focused on figuring out why Shion has gone mad at the passing of Vexen. Shion has continued the entire time to be locked up. Roxas has been searching for clues at Castle Oblivion on Axel post missions to see if he's alive and has been going through Vexen's research to see if he can figure out why Shion has gone nuts. Syx and Axel have used this time of believing him to be dead to continue to form a plot against the Zemlis. Zaldan and Demix have been trying to come up with a plan in the midst of their defeat at Castle Oblivion. Day 113, Paradigm Shift. Roxas is shown finishing his mission with Zigbar at Twilight, uh, Twilight Town before Zigbar just says see ya and leaves. Roxas takes his time to go through Vexen's research in his lab and again stunned by what he finds. He takes it and leaves. Roxas report. What does this mean? I found notes from Vexen on the team. I have to confront Zimnus on this. This team has so many secrets. How could this stand? What's going on with this team? I don't understand anything. I think we kind of got that too. The Roxas, uh, the Roxas being clueless. Yeah. Um, that's true. Day 114. The scene starts with Sykes giving Luxor his mission, but Roxas walks right up to him with Vexen's research in his hands. He demands to speak with Zemnus. Luxor looks on, quite amused. Zaldan and Demix are on the couches in the gray room when Roxas begins to scream and make a scene. Zigbar returns from his mission to see what's going on. Roxas begins to rat off facts from Vexen's research, despite Syx trying to stop him. Roxas pushes Syx against the wall with his keyblade, but Zigbar uses his space to put distance between Roxas and Syx before Zigbar points his arrow gun at Syx and tells Roxas to continue. Ro oh, <laughs> Roxas allows his keyblade to leave and begins to read the research again, stating these now stating these facts recorded by Vexen. Zemnus uses ethereal blades and has control over nothingness. He controls the entire world that this is made of, nothing. Each nobody is given a power based on what defined them as humans. For Zemnus, he had nothing, so nothingness was deemed for him. His weapon is too suggesting that he has the right to two different things, yet quite similar, neither of which he must be used currently. 
Sigmar has the power of space rifts due to his ever-changing and unexplainable motives. Counting the stars would be easier than understanding Zigbar. His weapon, the arrow guns, because he alone knows his target. Zaldan, wind, because the things you hold dear can be gone at something as small as the change of the wind. Six lances, a useful tool for someone who will not allow himself to lose anymore. Uh, myself, ice, I was left cold to all. My shield, a painful reminder of the lack of defense I had. That actually reminds me, I found something earlier that I want to send to you. Ooh. It's really sad. Ooh. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm interested. Are you seeing the stuff I'm sending you on the chat here? Oh, uh, let me, let me switch there. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt, guys. Um, <laughs> when I don't want to interrupt you, like, verbally, I've been sending, like, messages in the Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I like that you put OTP. That was when Nominate came in. Oh. Oh, wow. Whoa. My heart's breaking now. I know. Oh. You guys oh. can't see it, but it's a drawing I found online, and it's of uh, Ianzo trying to protect, or excuse me, Evan trying to protect Ianzo from the darkness. Oh. It's so sad. I know. Oh. Wow. Um, wow. It's hit right, right in the gut. Lexius Earth, an ever stalwart man. Tomak, a sword best used by a man with a single stroke uh, of strength. Sexy and illusions. The boy has always been in the dark. After his parents passed, he must have felt much confusion. A book to show his ever thinking nature. Syax, the moon given power. He is simply an animal. Claymore, to show his savage nature. Axel, fire. Everything he touches is ruined. His chakram, because he is having to constantly let go and try and obtain again. Dimix, water. The boy felt drowned under the currents of life. A sitar to remind him of his past. Luxord, time. The poor man would never would give anything to go to get it back. Cards to show his so-called vice. Marluxia, flowers seem to remind him of what used to be. A death scythe, because no doubt he has had a dark past. Larxene, lightning, because no one can truly ever get close to her. Knives, no doubt, to get close to other people and bring them pain. Roxas, no need for explanation. Shion, however, is my prized replica. A gasp from Luxord and Dimix breaks the rant of Roxas. Zigbar lowers his guns and laughs and says that was a lot of fun. Syax looks at him enraged, and Demix asks what gives. Lexor says he is appalled that Zimnus would allow Vexen to conduct research on all of them. And more pressingly, how could they not know Shion was a replica? Zaldan tells them this is enough. He grabs Roxas by the arm and looks him in the eyes before telling Roxas to drop it. Roxas says no and pulls his arm back before going to strike Zaldan, but Demix, out of shock, shoots pillars of water at Roxas, knocking him through the giant window of the Grey Room, only for Axel to jump and catch Roxas before portaling them back to the Grey Room, where Roxas begins to black out. Roxas wakes up, and he's in his room, where Zemnus is sitting on his bed. Zemnus tells Roxas that what he did earlier was very dangerous. He says that Vexen conducted research, uh, that research on the team on his own volition, but not by orders. Roxas asks if it's true about Xion. Zemnus says yes, but they are dealing with her. He says she seems to be malfunctioning since Vexen's untimely passing. Roxas asks to, to see her, but Zemnus says no, it's not safe. 
She has to be contained until they can figure out why she's acting out. Roxas says he should not. she should not be held prisoner. Zimnus asks if he would rather be, uh, rather be, um, oh, Zimnus asks if he would rather be held prisoner for attacking Zaldan because if any of them wanted at any time, they could have had ended, and ended Roxas for striking at Zaldan, someone whom they all respect, including Zimnus. He tells Roxas to forget Shion for now, and Roxas needs to turn his attention to collecting hearts. Zimnus says this will, uh, that they will take care of Shion. The scene ends. Zimnus report, it is right. Vexen has programmed Xi'an in such a way that should he pass, then Xi'an would not be able to rest until she avenged him. The puppet is, an, is unable to control herself. She must be dealt with. Yet at this point, she may very well be easier to control than Roxas. Day 114 through 187. Uh, the following takes place. Axel reveals to Syax that the reason he delayed R2 seeing after Castle Oblivion is because he was searching Castle Oblivion. Axel is punished for taking so long to RTC. Roxas and Axel continue to grow in their friendship. Xion is being contained the entire time. Zemnis has tasked Zaldan with trying to find a way of curing Xion of her programming. Uh, day 187 and closing in, the scene starts with Axel being told he will team with Zigbar today. Roxas asks uh, Syx if he is with... Uh, who he is with then, and Sykes informs him he's going alone to Twilight Town because they believe that there is a lead on the man known as Diz there. They believe this man to be the same man who is in the same company as Ansem the Wise, who they have been searching for a while now. Axel asks why he is uh, with Zigbar, but Zigbar butts in and says, we have to find the imposter. He's here in our world. Syax tells them to get going. A scene is shown where Zemnus is walking back from his chamber when a hooded figure with a keychain in the shape of an hourglass shows up falling from his keyblade and tells Zemnus that the plan of Zemnus's is getting derailed. But Zemnus keeps walking until the hooded figure says that the nobody of Riku is still out there. Oh. Um, he, the, the hooded figure tells Zemnus to find him before leaving. Zemnus looks sad as the scene ends. Zigbar and Axel are walking the streets until they hear a truck driving, and Zigbar says, That's funny, I thought Zemnus took out all the people here. Axel shoots a side at him that basically says, What the heck? A truck almost crashes into Axel, and Zigbar just laughs wildly. Instead, the truck crashes outside the steps of the skyscraper. Diz walks out of the back of the truck alongside Riku hooded in their garb. Diz tells Riku to hold them off as he searches the castle. Zigbar begins shooting frantically everywhere, including at Axel and Riku. Uh, uh, Riku looks up at Zigbar after he's defeated Axel, and Zigbar says at least Terra did not uh, did, did not fear the darkness. Riku leaps the, uh, at Zigbar, but Zigbar portals away. Axel is now the only one left as he recovers. He sees Riku is rushing the castle. In the castle, Diz arrives only for Dimmix and Luxor to be waiting for him. Zaldan appears behind Diz. A blast of darkness distracts them all, and when it clears, Diz is gone, but Riku is there in his place. Zaldan tells Dimmix and Luxor to search the castle for Diz and that he will handle the imposter. In Twilight Town, Roxas is having a peaceful afternoon searching there for Diz, and there is no sign of him. Roxas decides the mission is a failure and goes back to the Grey Room only to see that when he arrives at the Grey Room, when he arrives at the Grey Room, um, 
Roxas walks in and sees that uh, only to see Shion has been freed by Diz and is fighting Syax. Dimmix and Luxord arrive shortly after Roxas and see this. Axel then shows up injured. Roxas is conflicted seeing Shion in distress. Axel goes to grab Shion, but she strikes him, enraging Syax, who goes to finish her. But Roxas is so upset he yells to stop and shoots walls of light blasting the gray room and hitting everyone inside it. Diz takes this moment to grab Shion and escape. Back, Riku is struggling against Zaldan and senses that Diz and Shion have escaped, so Riku flees as well. Zaldan calls him a coward before portaling away. Zemnus arrives after Zaldan in the Grey Room and finds all the team knocked out. Zemnus says that Diz came with the imposter for Shion. Zaldan says that this was pre-planned. They executed it too well. Zigbar portals in and asks, what now? And this scene ends. How intense. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the big Shion rescue operation. Oh. All right, all right. All right, uh, Shion report. Diz and Riku came to save me. They said that I was important because I was tied to their friend. Diz fixed me, he said. He said Vex had hardwired me to go nuts if he passed. Still, I miss him. They told me they wanted me to help them fight the organization. I agreed to do it. They lied to me and tossed me in a cell when I needed them the most. I'm sorry, Roxas. Day 224. So they slept. Roxas wakes up in his room and walks down the hall. He only sees Demix sitting in the gray room with a single white Christmas tree. Roxas asks what's going on. Demix says, oh, after looking at Roxas and portals away. Roxas looks blankly and wonders what that was all about. He looks at the strange tree and walks closer to it. Demix returns with Syax. Syax tells Roxas that his fit of, of light threw everybody against the wall and knocked them out with pillars of light for a few days, and Roxas was left in a coma for a while afterwards. Today is Christmas Eve, Syax informs him. Tomorrow, Roxas will be given a gift. Roxas asks excitedly what the gift is. Axel walks in and is very excited to see Roxas is awake before Syax informs Roxas uh, that the gift will be to bring Shion back. Roxas is the only one to blame for her escape, says, uh, says Syax. Axel gives him an awkward side hug to try and make him feel better, but Roxas looks depressed. Axel glares at Syax as Syax walks away and tells him to enjoy their day off for Christmas. Dimmick shrugs his shoulders and sits down for uh, whispering under his breath that Roxas gave him quite the headache. Zigbar <laughs> then portals in and plops down next to Dimmick. Axel asks uh, Roxas if he wants to go get ice cream. Roxas nods and, the, uh, and they leave for the day. They sit on the clock tower eating ice cream when Shion uh, arrives surprisingly next to him and sits down. Axel looks surprised, and they make small talk for a few moments. Roxas says they are making him go after her. Shion says Diz told her that they would do that. Roxas asks why she left. Shion says that the organization was never going to help her be saved from what Vexen programmed her to be after he passed. They just locked her away and forgot about her. She said Diz is hoping to be able to uh, make more clones of her, using an example of uh, using her as an example from what Vexen made. So he had Riku distract the team while Diz saved her. Axel says that this only ends in her death. She unsmiles and says at least she'll be free. Axel scoffs and says you won't exist under his breath. And... Um, Axel tells Roxas... Uh, and then Shion says... Wait a minute, hold on. Roxas looks into the sunset and says he will uh, that he'll have to chase her, and Shion says, then come, before portaling away. 
Axel tells Roxas if he is uh, not careful, then Roxas will throw it all away. Roxas just glares at him and gets up and walks away. The scene ends with uh, Axel recalling a flashback of when he first told Roxas about the winter stick. He looks down at his popsicle stick and sees that it is not a winter stick in size as the scene comes to a close. Axel report where there's smoke. Roxas and Shion are on a crash course, and somehow all I can think about is that Roxas is moving further and further away from me, from the organization. This is something I can't cover up. Roxas, Shion, or Slax. At what point do I choose me? Day 254. Relentless Pursuit. The scene starts with Zelda and Zemnus and Roxas in their chairs at where nothing gathers. Zemnus tells Roxas he has had a month to find Shion, and what is his report? Roxas replies that he has tried three times in the span of that month, and each time Riku has stopped him. Zimnus calls this no excuse and says that Roxas must either provide Shion by the end of the day, or Zimnus will send Axel to finish her. Roxas chims in, says this is not fair. Zimnus adds that he actually agrees and says that he will he's changed his mind. Roxas will be the one to have to finish her if he doesn't produce her by the end of the day. Zaldan chimes in and says that someone should rescue uh, should, should secure Riku while they are at it. As it, as it is impossible to expect Roxas to get both of the Keyblade users. Zemnus nods and says Syx will accompany Roxas. Zaldan tries to object and says that he will do it, but Zemnus says this is the way it has to be. Roxas asks if he can leave. Zaldan tells him to show some respect, but Zemnus leaves abruptly and Zaldan stops Roxas as he's about to leave and says that he will ensure everything turns out the way it needs to. Roxas leaves. The scene ends on panning around the empty chairs of the castle living members before ending on Zaldan. Syx and Roxas arrive at Destiny Island. Syx says nothing and walks uh, the island. Roxas follows Syx. They explore the peaceful island with no signs of Riku or Shion. Syx sees Nomine in the distance sitting under a tree and walks towards her before saying she'll be punished for fleeing castle oblivion. All the while, Roxas is right behind Syx. Nomine just looks at him. Uh, and he and says she knows what he did there. Shocked, he summons his claymore and he says that on second thought he will report her dead and punish her himself right now. Roxas tells him that he can't do this. Syx knocks Roxas back and demands a silence. Syx raises his claymore uh, and to strike Nomine, only for a keyblade to strike him in the back. The camera pans around and it's Kyrie who cut him in the back. He stumbles back and turns to face her, only to be struck again from behind. This time, the camera pans back around and shows that Namine struck him with a keyblade of her own. Syx falls to his knees and, go, and they go to finish him, but Axel arrives and blocks both of them with his chakrams. Roxas is watching from the beach side and Shion walks down the beach. He sees her in the distance and calls out to her. He runs to her and explains what his orders are. Shion summons her keyblade and says that Diz saved her and all he asked in return is that, he, that she captures Roxas. Roxas says, fine, this is how it has to be. The two begin the fight. The scene pans to an injured Syx and Axel fighting Kyrie and Namine, who claim that they've been trained by Riku um, during this time. During the time uh, after Castle Oblivion. Um, and... Syx says this is enough and goes berserk, but Riku flips through a portal and shoots Syx with a dark fire that sends Syx flying on the beach. Riku notes that Axel can't beat all three of them. Kyra says he never should have come here. Diz is slightly visible in the cave uh, right behind the fountain on Destiny Islands watching them. Zaldan portals right in right beside him with his hood up. 
Diz greets him as Dylan. Zaldan says this is mad this madness needs to stop. Diz says he will use Shion to obtain Roxas, freeing the boy, and this will be the end of the madness. Zaldan says this won't happen as Diz is the reason it all began. It flashes to Shion and uh, Roxas fighting. Shion is losing to Roxas, but sees a badly injured Syax on the beach. She makes a blitz after Syax, but Axel jumps in the way, abandoning his battle with Riku, Kairi, and Nomine. Those three go to pursue Axel, but Zaldan appears in front of them and says he is afraid to tell them, but he has unfin unfinished affairs with Riku from when Riku invaded his home. Zaldan uses his wind to pin Nomine and Kairi down. Riku asks if he can, uh, if Zaldan is sure he can win without his wind. Zaldan replies he could win without his lances. The two engage in a fight. Diz in turn, uh, Diz turns his attention to watching Roxas, Shion, and Axel, and a downed Syax. Axel uh, tells Shion she needs to stop. Shion says that Syax is the cause of Exxon's death. Roxas is conflicted and confused. Syax smirks and says that Axel is the one is the reason that Vexen is dead, not him. Axel looks hurt by uh, by Syax selling him out as being a part of the planet Castle Oblivion. Roxas asks how Axel could do that. Syax comments that in order to keep our secret, Axel must end Shion. Axel then goes into his classic speech from days where he says he will bring them back no matter what. Roxas is upset and puts his keyblade away and, sa and says he's leaving. Shion points her weapon at him and says she can't let him do that. Diz needs him. Axel says enough and goes to strike Shion, but Roxas blocks it. Axel is surprised by this, but Roxas says Axel and Shion, as well as Syax, all betrayed the organization. And that is the organization that Roxas is loyal to. Thus, it's his job to bring them all in. Shion has just as much right to live as they do, he says. Shion demands that Roxas come with her. Axel strikes Roxas with fire and says that he'll beat them both until they're out cold and deliver them to Zemnus. The three of, uh, all three of them begin to fight as Syax watches. Diz calls to Riku and says the organization will no doubt capture Shion. He says they have to leave her so Zaldan does not capture the rest of them as well. Riku looks sad and glances at Shion. He screams out to her and says he's sorry. He then opens a portal and grabs Nomine and Kairi before leaving. Zaldan calls Diz a coward as well as Riku again before Diz portals away. Syax calls out to Zaldan and asks him to take him back to the castle. Zaldan just stares through him and portals back to the castle. Syax snarls and turns his attention to the ongoing fight between Roxas, Shion, and Axel. Syax yells to Shion that yet again she has been forgotten. She charges Syax and Axel sees this as an opening to end her, but Roxas shoots Axel with light. Syax is surprised by this, and Shion is now and sees that Shion is now going to kill him without Axel being there to stop her. Roxas watching, and Zaldan left him for dead. Shion then feels her keyblade plunge deep into the chest of Syax, who is squirming in pain as he groans. Axel calls out for Isa. Roxas, out of mercy, does not force Axel to watch and knocks Axel out with his keyblade. Roxas then places an envelope on Axel's chest. Shion stares into the eyes of Syax the entire time, not breaking eye contact with him. As he screams in pain, he begins to fade. She exclaims, this is for Castle Oblivion, and pushes her keyblade so deep into his chest that it goes into the sand. With a final gasp, Syax fades. Shion turns around and thanks Roxas for allowing her a sense of justice. Uh, wow, did you just kill Syax? I don't know, did I? Did I, did, you? did I just kill Syax in days? Did you? <laughs> um, oh. I know. I know. Uh, 
she uh, and then she asks, "What of Axel?" Araxis says that he will be taken back to the castle once he defeats and captures Shion too. Shion says she sees and the two begin the fight. During the fight, Shion loses and is on her knees, but motions over to where Axel was laying. Roxas, falling for this ploy, sees that Axel is gone and looks back at Shion only to see that she is portaling away as well. The scene ends with a quite somber ending of only the waves being the sound heard in the background. Roxas report. reports back to the castle and walks through the Grey Room with Demix, Luxord, and Zaldan all staring at Roxas as he walks through the room only to get stopped by Zemnus. Zemnus asks where Shion is. Roxas says he is, she escaped. Zemnus asks why is he why he is here then? Roxas is stunned. Zemnus tells Roxas that both Shion and Axel died during that battle at Destiny Islands. He says Zaldan reported both were alive when he was forced to flee, which means either Roxas or Shion killed them. Roxas says that this is insane, and Zaldan asks if Shion killed them or if Roxas killed them. Roxas sees uh, everyone glare at him and says Shion killed them. Roxas says then uh, Roxas then tells him to only return when Shion is wiped from this plane of existence. Roxas is upset and portals away. Zigbar report. I'm sorry, Zimnus report. Following numbers. First Castle Oblivion, now destined to the islands, has provided us with falling numbers. How could Shion end both Syx and Axel? Why would Zaldan flee? I've ruled out that idea. Zaldan does not run. I believe he would leave Syx to his death, but Axel? This matter does not add up. This leaves Zigbar. Zaldan, Demix, Luxord, Roxas, and myself. Six. The Almighty Organization 13 is falling. Day 254 through 281 is takes place. Roxas is just searching for Shion. Zimnus um, searches. Uh, Zimnus sends Luxor to search to try and find Riku's nobody. Zaldan secretly sends Demix to try and find Riku's nobody as well. All the while doing Demix's missions for him so that nobody will notice. Diz is trying to uh, plan a way to get Roxas so they can restore Sora to take down the organization. Day 281. Days gone by. Roxas is taking a break from looking for Shion and is eating ice cream. On the clock tower, he rests and then uh, flashback plays of all the good times Shion, Axel, and him had. The scene ends with Roxas getting up to leave and we see some of the ice cream begin to melt because his tears are hitting it. Lexan reports back to Rosemus and tells him that he can't find Riku's body. And, <laughs> Riku's body. Riku's nobody anywhere. Zemnus is frustrated and tells Luxord that things are not going their way. Zigbar arrives and says, um, and says that uh, should things go south this wait a minute I skipped again uh, Sigmar Ravens says that he knows that Diz is uh, what Diz is planning he informs him that Diz wants Shion to capture Roxas so he can complete Sora and use Sora against us Zemus then tells Zigbar that should Shion defeat Roxas, it is Zigbar's job to ensure both Roxas and Shion meet their end at that moment. The scene ends. Demix and Zaldan are talking in the Grey Room, and Demix says that everything is in place. Zaldan is gleeful and says that they, should things go south, this would be their failsafe. The scene ends. Luxord report, his first one! Yay! <laughs> uh, dealings of the Doomed. I know there's a lot going on. It would seem that both our front uh, is losing ground, and so goes the old man's plan. He had to save Syx, yet Syx is dead. Yet he lives. Even in death, we cannot escape this. How I desire out. Day 288, Reality. Roxas is walking uh, Hollow Bastion when Diz shows up and greets Roxas. He asks Roxas if he will join him to awaken Sora. Roxas says he's not concerned with Diz, Sora, or anyone else. Just the organization. 
Shion steps through the portal and notes the end. Diz notes that it is a shame and tells her she knows what to do before leaving. Shion and Roxas fight. Roxas comes out as the winner, but uh, but Riku arrives and tries to intervene, only for Zigbar to show up and tell Roxas to take Shion and run. Roxas does so and leaves. He shows up at the castle and Zigbar arrives shortly after, saying that was a close one. Roxas looks conflicted and asks why Shion should die. She did nothing wrong. Zigbar notes that she was a traitor who killed Syax and Axel. Roxas goes silent. Zigbar tells Roxas they need to report to Zimnas. They do this. Shion is thrown to the floor of where nothing gathers, and Zimnas says, Shion will give up all the secrets that Diz and his band of misfits have before she meets her end. The team stare at her as the scene ends. Roxas report. Uh, everything is wrong. Everything is all wrong. I have lost everything. Is Axel really dead? Why did he and Syax set up the Castle Oblivion members to die? I need to search Castle Oblivion myself to see if there are any answers there. First, I have to talk to Shion and see what she did. Uh, what did she... And see why she did what she did. Day 281 through day 316, the following happened. Zodan was told to torture Shion until she gave up the location of Diz and his teammates' hideout. Roxas visited Shion every day. Zigbar was now given the job of relocating... Riku's and nobody. Uh, day 316. Eternal sunshine. Uh, all right. Sorry, I'm trying to find my place. And Luxord walks into the room um, after knocking and tells Roxas that Zimnus is calling a meeting. They all meet where nothing gathers. Zimna says that they have located Diz and will now... Wait a minute. I think I skipped something. Yeah. My apologies. The scene begins with uh, Xi'an laying prone in the organization's prison cell. Roxas walks up to her with water and food. Xi'an thanks him and she tells him he doesn't have to visit her every day. Roxas says he wants to. He says it's his way of remembering what was. Xi'an smiles and tells him that they'll always have that. Roxas adds that uh, Roxas says he wonders if it would be better if the three of them were never friends. Shion asks if uh, he has ever heard of eternal sunshine. Roxas shakes his head and says no. She says Vexen told her this tale when she was uh, when she used to wonder her purpose. Basically, everything is perfect and spotless in our minds until it happens. But at the end of the day, when what was spotless becomes damaged and harmful, when the sunshine fades and nothing is uh, eternal or spotless, would we still choose to do the same thing over? To have the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful perspective of a spotless mind, because you and Axel are uh, worth it. I would do it again. Roxas welling up in tears, then says, "Why did you leave?" Shion responds that the organization gave up on her because she was pro because of how she was programmed. They were willing to only lock her away instead of trying to fix her. Diz wanted to actually help. She says, "Zemnus is a liar. You can't trust him." Roxas is about to speak, only for Demix to walk up to them and says, "I'm sorry." Roxas, Shion, it's time. Shion smiles. Roxas asks what it's time for. Demix says they tried to buy as much time as possible. He unlocks a cell and tells her to follow him. The scene switches to them all where nothing gathers. Zaldan reads off Shion's crimes of running from the organization, teaming with Diz, and killing Sykes as well as Axel. Luxord says that the sentence is death. Zigbar adds that it is death, but first, Zemnus says that the only suitable punishment for her is to be turned to a dusk and then killed. Roxas looks on in horror and is about to object, but secretly, Isolden uses his wind to slam Roxas hard against his chair in order to knock the breath out of his lungs. 
Shion is turned to a dusk uh, by Zemnus. Zemnus then nods at Zigbar, who lets loose a barrage and rain of bullets on Shion, turning her to nothing as she fades away. Roxas watched as she turned to nothing by the destruction of these attacks. Roxas now has tears streaming down his cheeks. Zemnus says this tragedy is never to be spoken of again, and the punishment for that would be being turned to dusk. Luxord and Zigbar. Um, Luxord and Zigbar leave quickly, but Zemix lingers and says that he's sorry before leaving. Zaldin appears. Uh, um, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zemix report. Whew. Oh no, I lost my place again. Uh, Let's see. Yep. Current standing. Whoa, what an intense day. Shion is no more. Zaldan said that Zemnus chose such an extreme dance death for her as an example, and because he wanted to make sure she couldn't be saved by Diz this time. Zaldan tried prolonging her tor torture so we could come up with a plan to free Shion, but we could never make anything happen. I can tell she that he's taking it hard. But Roxas, I can tell he loved her. I know how it feels, Roxas. Day 316 through 351, Zemnus worked with Zaldin to come up with a plan to attack Diz since they got his location from Shion. Roxas is questioning his place on the team and how he would leave. Zigbar reported back to Zemnus saying that he even he couldn't find Riku's nobody. Day 350, every nobody. Uh, Luxord walks into Roxas's room telling, uh, telling him that Zemnus is calling a meeting. They all need the meat where nothing gathers. Zimnus says they've located Diz and will now make their move. He says Zaldin, Roxas, and Luxord uh, will charge their base in Castle Oblivion. Luxord asks when Diz set up their base there. Zigbar answers that it happened after Roxas searched Twilight Town. Apparently Roxas scared them off from their base there. Zimnus asks what his job is. Zimnus answers that it's to stay here and guard the castle, since Zimnus himself will be busy. The scene opens with Zaldin, Luxord, and Roxas arriving at Castle Oblivion. Zaldin suggests they split up. Roxas jumps at this as he has not had the chance to search the castle recently. Luxord agrees but seems uneasy about it. Roxas goes to the basement while Luxord goes to the top. Zaldin says he will guard the door. Riku, Nominee, and Kairi all surprise Luxord and attack him at the top of the floor. He begins to fight them, but the scene switches to Roxas in the basement. He stumbles across the, the door leading to a library. He sees a bunch of research and other books. He sees one written by Zexine titled Castle Oblivion Events Log. Roxas, uh -oh. Roxas uh, summons his keyblade. Uh, Roxas is reading the log and begins to be shocked by what he finds. He finishes up and rushes to where Zaldan is, is, is and is about to scream at him, but Zaldan shoots his lance at the log in Roxas's hand and pins it to the wall. Roxas summons his keyblade and demands to know if what Zexion reported was true. Luxor looks shocked as he has now ran from uh, Kairi, Nominee, and Riku, and has fled back to where they first entered as well. Zaldan tells Luxor to RTC, and he says he will handle Roxas. Luxor leaves. Roxas tells Zaldan that he has three seconds to speak. Zaldan says he knows what Zexion reported, and it is true. Roxas has a change of emotion from rage to sorrow. Um, Roxas, uh, and, and 
Zaldin asks if Zexian was included, if Zexian included that Zaldin and Demis were on their side. Roxas nods yes. Zaldin says very good. Zaldin explains that Zemnis is not operating on his own accord. Zaldin says what they need right now is time. Roxas asks what the plan is. Zaldin says that they will RTC and tomorrow Roxas will run and hide from everyone. Trust not a soul, only Demix or uh, or Zaldin is on Roxas' side. We can't afford for you to be turned into the puppet Xehanort wants. Roxas begins to question who Xehanort is, but Zaldin tells him he doesn't have time. We will come get you when the time is right. Now we must wait and bide our time until we can strike. Do you understand, Roxas? Roxas says that uh, of all of this comes down to Zemnis and swears to make Zemnis pay for this one day. Zaldin says, very good. And, um, and tells Roxas to RTC. They both do. The scene ends. A scene is shown of Zemnis meeting with a hooded man. With hooded men, um, uh, where nothing gathers, but nothing is heard. There is a man with a keyblade with an hourglass keychain on it that points his weapon at a sorrowful Zimnus. The scene ends. Zaldin reports, uh, Zaldin report, organization of old. Vexen, Lexius, Zexian, Marluxian, Larxian, we will avenge your betrayal. Day 3.52. Nothing ends. Roxas is shown getting his things together. He walks out and is about to leave. The world that never was, but is stopped by the same hooded figure with the hourglass keychain, who says he can't allow Roxas to leave. He su- Roxas summons now two keyblades and begins to fight him. The fight is stopped when another hooded figure appears with a helmet on and tells him the master said this is Zemnus's problem. Zemnus will either rise or fall on this failure. Regardless, things will go the way that was predestined. The two figures leave. Without another word, Roxas walks through a portal of Twilight Town and calls this home the Gaimans. Secret Boss, a failed replica made by Vexen, Vexen named Replica 44. A data gauntlet of each organization member teamed up, made by Vexen, Zemnus and Zaldin, Vexen and Lexius, Syax and Axel, Demix and Larxene, Sigbar and Lexord, Zexian and Marluxia. The easy mode secret ending, Axel is shown walking in a field near Castle Oblivion, opening the envelope left for him and sees that it was a winter stick. Hard ending, Zigbar is shown to have been searching the Keyblade graveyard, saying out loud, where oh where did he take it? The super hard, you'll never beat this, I bet you can't do it ending, Zaldin and Demix are waiting in the betwixt in between and a hooded figure arrives and pull down his, pulls down his hood. It's the nobody of Riku. Ho ho ho! That's it. Sorry, I didn't realize it was so long. I got carried away writing it. It was really good. I super enjoyed it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I uh, I for sure enjoyed writing it. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Why, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it was it was super interesting. Um, I was I was really hooked into it. Um. I was wondering where you were going to go with, like, because Axel just, like, disappeared halfway through. And I know. Like, okay, well, Axel's pretty intricate today, so. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted Axel. the, the I wanted Axel's, like, because obviously when he returns, I wanted it to be a bigger deal. And I wanted there to be unresolved resolution between him and Braxis as well. That definitely makes everything that comes to fruition in 2 and 3 have much more weight. Yeah. Um, because you know we we were talking a few weeks or I guess last month when E three was happening that if they're gonna go that route that we think they're gonna try to do in three, it 
that would give it so much more volume, yeah. so much more weight to it. Because right now it's just it would, it's going to fall flat. Yeah. Unless Roxas dies. Right. Which they're shaping up for it to be that. Yeah, it's really looking like Roxas or Riku are going to be the ones biting it. Yeah, if not both. If not both. Yeah. 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 So. Not that as really... not as much Vexen, unfortunately. No, but he still played a major part. Yeah, I wanted his death to be like major repercussions. It definitely meant something. Yeah, that essentially it cost them Shion. And that makes a lot of sense. I was like, man, that might be okay. So that's really interesting. I really enjoyed that. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it it definitely doesn't. Yours don't feel as fanficy as mine <laughs> do. I don't know if that's true. I gave Nomine a keyblade because it's the way it should be. Well, I mean, Nomine was only briefly mentioned in mine, so. I also I got I got obsessed with giving everything an origin, like their language, the truck, how it got there. Like I feel like I feel like days should have been what explained everything about nobody slash the organization. I think so too. And I think if Nomura was to add it now, it would be. I, I do as well. So I was like, well, this is my time. But I I super enjoyed it. It was super awesome. If you don't mind sharing your doc with me, because I want to make it into a comic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll for sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Because I super enjoyed it. It was so awesome. Why? Thank you. It was. Uh, yes. It was. It was a lot of fun to write. I'm excited for when we, you know, we can talk about what we'll do next off air. But like, I'm excited for, you know, whether it's next week or in six years when we do, com. Uh, it's also weird because like most of my stuff set up for, uh, two because, com art it is like it's similar to days where it has to be very self-contained but you wrote yourself a nice where vexen gets to well i guess luxord lives in mine too but but anyway yeah so yeah any other things before we shut this thing down no i can't think of anything else um other than that was really fun and i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i did yeah yeah it was a hoot and a half for us yeah let us know what you guys think, uh, what you guys like, if you didn't like, what you would have done, how you guys would have wrote 35-8 over two days. And then uh, be sure to email us any other questions or thoughts or comments at the podcast never was at gmail.com. And we'll be back at you next week. Yeah. So we'll catch you next time, guys. All Thanks right. again. Bye. Bye.